Alright, nagabitsaki stream and siguro na na paano kastigi ki Facebook ki YouTube and otro lugar siya. Take a sentimental journey. Okay. All right. Buenas and half a day todos hamzu gueno hudzuni. Umeegad and umeekungok. Inanusi Michael Luhan Bavakwads and Guawi host Mizutalu para estin episode Fenatsu. My name is Michael Luhan Bavakwa. This is another episode of Fenatsu. And before we get started, um, put Fabot Pega Estinai, please put this on your calendar. Uh, June 28th, I'm going to show you this first, Sentimental Journey 5, A Chamorro Symphony. Take a sentimental journey on June 28th with Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation, Menengan Memorial Foundation, and PBS Guam. Watch a television tribute to the strong and brave survivors of World War II in Guam. Enjoy a tomorrow's symphony with local artists, the 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force Band Okinawa Japan, the Skip Entertainment Company, and the Guam Territorial Band. Showtime on TV8 at 11 a.m., on TV11 at 3 p.m., and on KGTF TV12 at 8 p.m. This tribute brought to you by Community Partners. Biba, sentimental journey, a tomorrow symphony. Oh my goodness. Hungan, you know, Zengov Magov Zunaina Bay introducing Estina Tautau, Estina Matuana Tautau. I'm so glad to be bringing with us, bringing to us today on Fanatsu, si Senor Joey Franquez, a very important person in our community in terms of remembering and honoring our war survivors, uh, teaching about our songs and our language and our history. And so, todo tempo mago fe kadanay na kumakwentos hamzen si Senor Joey. Si dus masi Senor para finatomo pogo. Let's talk about this sentimental journey five a tomorrow symphony. Mali pafaday dan buenas dias para hamdo todos magahid magov na haani sa si dus masi miget ni para un kumbida zot na para bayusano gini pogo givinatu na episode podcast that go magufu magai the pedihat no hanai loki mas loki no itatauta para uma gosa za para uma na pan mas para uma tumu presti paguna suntu i mamela ni st june 28 st june 28 kada sakan man ma onra tatauta dan i itatosia i Manam Kotasia, Manayanata, Siagi, Durantin, I Temponigera, the Anima no Establisa, Estipagui, June 28, Puresti, I War Survivor Remembrance Day, Mega Gizasia, Matunguha, Nakada Sakan, Guinina Tempu, Guinina Haani, Guinina Dia, Parauta Hasusia, the Taonrasia, Iman Gagai Giz and Iman Marcus Loki, Pure Azusia, Iman Marcus. Low Malaguzo na parabay tituna esti pagguni o na ano pagguisti na 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 litrato yung ano paggugini puri don mami flyer puri esti na project project i HMRO Symphony Sentimental Journey Five magahit gawin importante para bay na tungo hamzo na esti siya yung na manyasano gugini pagguni para manakusip blisti pagguni na programa 
kada sokan man mamamai senet ni para ta haji sia para pomang okuni para ufan manajuda ni astina suntuk wesa ningi poguna umanu todusia i i para ufanyano sia i guam war survivors memorial foundation dan ni manengun memorial foundation dan kun todu loku i pbs guam ni mana fakitina sesti pogu i para uma presenta estina na tribute para i total tasia no a first team na minolek niya is Sentimental Journey 5 at Chamorro Symphony Magayit kada taklaneha jata presenta isti para tautauta todi tempo masusese di gunigi kunyo gi dia benti otsut. Za sempia umanafan upan isti za umanafan anuk siya ni para pofanega no? Binigi durante ni kunyo gi dia benti otsut. Binigi a stasyon KUAM no para siya mismo para uma presenta estudiante público no gi i KUAM TV8 da menciona ha talugui gi para i alas on sigi egan después gi TV11 gi alas tres zan kontoru lokui gi KGTF PBS Guam gi channel 12 TV12 gi alas otsu gi pupuengo gi pupuengi gi na dia pues Tanamnaya ujung para itau tauta para uma ma ega guni mano libiano para siya para uma ega mano siya na manasinya uma ega. Pues magufu na na nasinya para tapresentasi para siya. Ungan ungan sinot biba biba biba. And unmentiona na sa buenti timega na tau to timahaha suesti lo sa julio july esta tatumunay na azui mes para liberacion ihanen liberacion lo esta nos cuantos años destina me declara esti na ino junio june para i manamkota ni manmasapet gidorante ni champion sapones june is war survivors month and so mega ina tauta timahaha suadzo they are still aren't aware na adzuna diha na paru uma na hudzung esti na programa June twenty eighth adzuiha anin war survivors. Okay, there's so much that we need to do in order to do that. We have to create this, and as a result of the creation of June twenty eighth Guam War Survivor Remembrance Day, every year it just happens. And as we set the motion for this before that event takes place, a lot of uh, moving parts is involved in the planning of it and making sure that it, it it follows through with what it is that we want to do in honoring our survivors no so um, as we speak right now they're in the process uh, the the legislature is also in the process here because uh, you know they're definitely the ones that will be initiating the process of the proclamation the 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 signing of it and then it goes from there to the actual, presentation of the the uh, resolution to them and then we start with the uh the flag raising we also start with also the mass that occurs on that day as well um and and we really want to make sure that we recognize these uh survivors while they're able to participate here in in the course of that presentation at the legislature Let's actually um, watch one of the videos of one of the first war uh, commemorations of this date and Estilamens. Mm. And so, Nengonorapto, Estigi. 
Remembering Guam's War Survivors. So, este individual que en KOAM que en 2019. Hmm. You by GTA. We start with you. She was just 11 years old when bombs from Japan dropped. My grandfather at the Nashua Titan of Paris called us and said, war has been declared. Irene Plokes Camborelli's family fled Agate with a few documents and the clothes on their back to family in Barragata. Three days later, four Japanese army in a truck came with an interpreter and they were looking for my father. They have a list of all the prisoners and they said that you've been, where's your father? Where's your husband to my mother? And my mother couldn't talk because she was scared. So my mother said, Irene, go look for your father because my father ran in the jungle. The war claims activist, now 89 years old with stage four cancer, vividly recounts searching for her father deep in the jungle. So he took off his shirt and he broke a Talantangan branch and he tied his shirt and he held my hand and we walked out, you know, and he surrendered. I will never, never forget that day. She says they dragged her father, stripped him of his clothing, and took him to a prison in Naganya. Days later, they tried to visit him, but they found that he and many others were sent to a concentration camp in Japan. It would be more than three years later until they saw him again. In that time, she went to Japanese school to learn to read and write, afterwards bearing witness to tragedy. War is not kind. And yes, there are a lot of faults, but I think to me, to me and some of us and our survivors that are living now, we have forgiven. I have forgiven. She wants to find peace. When she would later reunite with her father, along with him was a black notebook filled with names of fellow prisoners. She plans to donate that book to the Guam Museum. Some of those names, each with their own story of survival and resilience, displayed with others at today's unveiling of the War Survivors Memorial Exhibit at the legislature named Guam's Wall of Strength, Names Never Forgotten. As Irene recounts the names and days of her childhood, she wants the next generation to never forget. They should learn, and if they have mothers or grandmothers that went to the war, sit down with them. She hopes the stories are passed on for generations to come. Reporting for Guam's News Network, I'm Tomas Manglonga. Brought to you by GTA. That's really why we go through this process every year in this project is to make sure that we honor them. No, they are in their very late stages in life right now, and they have physical and medical challenges. And, and we have to kind of accommodate how we can get this information out to them or get this program or this show out to them. And earlier on, when we started this production, it was a live face-to-face -face environment. But you no, know, this year, and because of COVID and, and all of the different things that have been changed to accommodate that, we were able to shift into a more virtual presentation. So uh, it really requires a lot of, of planning to do this. And even then, uh, as much to, to plan an actual face-to-face -face concert uh, back then in 2016, when we first introduced the Sentimental Journey uh, brand to, to uh, showcase the music of the era. 
and that uh, moving forward to Sentimental Journey 5, uh, it's really important that we really keep that focus, why we do what we do. And the mission has always been in honoring honoring our survivors. And that also, we wanna make sure that we have an opportunity to weave their uh, wartime stories together so that it will be able to be incorporated into how uh, we use music to tell their stories, right? And the emotions that were occurring during those periods and times of the era. And that um, we wanna make sure that we encompass that emotion and that uh, uh, experience in their lives because really that moment in time, it's already just kind of put into a compartmentalized state of mind for many of our people. And if they don't hear about it uh, during the rest of the time after June 28, for example, then they would probably just likely forget. They would not think about it until they're brought into that state of mind to think about it again. So yes, it's really important for us to weave in the music of the era. And this Chamorro Symphony, really is going to do that because not only that it it, it, it it involves the musical element of a classical uh, orchestration that that is produced by the music and then on top of that is one of the reasons why I chose to call this the Chamorro Symphony because of the musical element of it and then of course um, we want to make sure that this this uh, show will allow um, us to be able to provide the kind of joy and the comfort and the hope within the music of the people that are going to view it and listen to it and see who these survivors are and be able to visualize them and uh, be able to listen to what they experienced during the course of the war. So really, we just wanted to just kind of emphasize that the Sentimental Journey platform has always been the the focal point was to honor the survivors and their stories and then maintaining it and keeping it alive for the for their generations to come. And it's really the, the whole inspiration of the symphony itself really came as a result of my listening to the production that was uh, inspired by Jack DeMello when he produced this symphony album back in the late 70s. And when I first heard this album back then, um, it was kind of just my way of listening to our, our Chamorro music. And that's one of the really special uh, elements of this album is that it, it really focused on the Chamorro music. And so I thought, what a wonderful way to present the music of the uh, Jack DeMello in the classical sense to hear the Chamorro music played in different um, styles, right? And so the styles itself will really, really be brought out in the performances uh, throughout the, the, uh, the video by the local artists that we have involved in this. And I'm gonna just mention some of those artists right now. Um, Sherry and Sean Wagner, very good close friends of mine, like sisters to me. And we've sang uh, in the church choir for many, many years. Um, I always, really look at them as being a part of the sentimental journey as well. When we first presented the first sentimental journey, they were there. They were there to represent their parents. Her mom was a war survivor as well. And so uh, as musicians, we gathered together to do that. And Sean and Sherry were there on the very first war survivors uh, Remembrance Day uh, celebration in the uh, sentimental journey one. And there was just a wonderful cast of musicians that that participated in that 
uh, as we're looking at the uh, performers from this particular video. Uh, we saw um, uh, Fred Guerrero and, and, and just remembering that evening was just incredible to see how many of our survivors and their families come in to watch the performance. And right there, we have uh, Danny Perez on bass and we have behind him, Mr. Forrest Harris, uh, one of our oldest uh, musicians on Guam who was able to join us in that particular concert. Um, and then we also have this year moving into a younger generation as well. And that was one of the things that really inspired me to try to get the younger generation to be involved in this project. I um, wanted to pull in some of the more modern performers today, the younger generation, if you will. And so we asked Jack Larimer to be one of those performers. And Jack Larimer is going to be featured in this particular production as well, presenting the music of Tunpit Sibotas, um, who wrote uh, wonderful music during the times of the era and, and the, of the war that he uh, was going to be able to uh, re-mix uh, to a more modern version of Tun Pedro's version of his songs. Uh, and the two songs that uh, Jack will be performing from Tun Pete uh, is the uh, Pescadot Tugum and the other one is Galaidi Tugum. And Jack's rendition of it is really incredible. And I know that people who are going to be able to listen to that will really cherish what Jack has done in order to bring uh, Tim Pete's music more to the modern era of music and music production. Along with that was that uh, Carlos Aguane was helping throughout the course of this presentation to arrange the music that are going to be performed. And, um, he was involved in that in that regards in performing the the uh, the music as well as the uh, the written musical score for the music as well. So thank you so much for that, uh, Brother Carlos. Um, we also have uh, Mr. Johnny Sablan, and as we know, uh, Johnny Sablan is an icon in our in our our culture in our music uh, world and. Nobody has Johnny Sablan and not know who Johnny Sablan. And when we hear the music of Johnny, we definitely, he takes us back. He transcend, transcends us back to that moment in time when we heard that song for the first time and Johnny singing his music and uh, bringing Chamorro music out to the musical world and into our people's cultures in listening um, to music. I was just a teenager when his first album came out in the 60s. So I really relate to the way that Johnny uh, presents this. And Johnny's rendition of the songs that he originally recorded back then um, was a totally different um, tempo for Johnny. And it was an adjustment and it was just a wonderful transition that Johnny had to make. And it was just wonderful how was he, he was able to re, uh, reproduce the whole environment of that. Because when we think about Iman B and the tempo, we think about the surrounding of old women around the table to start to uh, prepare their pugwa for their uh, for their um, uh, time to sit together and do that and and then of course with the Dalai Neni song who can ever not remember Dalai Neni right that song just kind of rings in the back of our memories but Johnny did a totally different rendition of this these two songs and we're really going to see a different quality of music with the musical element of the symphony in back of Johnny singing. 
So, ilegmo the music and legends of Guam. Okay. And so, shempe album double placa. What's it called? Double, double. Uh, it, it's got a. It had two vinyls in it. Mm-hmm. In music and legends of Guam and. But for what Sanganiham must put Esti. I mean, um, I'm I'm fortunate I was able to get a, a copy of it, mm-hmm. uh, of the vinyl, and beautiful. It has it, it beautiful because it I am, you know, I, 1980, long after the war was over. Lo mm-hmm. takes me back in time. But put for what can you for those unfamiliar with this album, can you please tell us some more about it? Well, first of all, the, the album was produced by Gita and um, um, when, during that time when they decided to pursue this production, uh, it was funded by Gita and it took the music over to Hawaii, where Jack DeMello is from. And Jack DeMello uh, was um, uh, asked to produce the songs in, in a different element of music, which is the classical sense. And so he recorded all of the soundtracks of all of the Chamorro songs that uh, we gathered for this particular album. Uh, Mr. Jesse Leon Guerrero was also involved in this during the course of the production of this album. Just wanted to make note about that as well. Um, And that Jack DeMello um, was uh, going to uh, produce the album. And so he wrote the scores and he took the scores to the London Symphony Orchestra, and they were the ones that recorded the soundtrack for all this album. And that's one of the things that really captured me in the production itself of this particular album was that classical element to it. And that uh, Jack DeMello's interpretation of the music that we were so used to hearing um, was completely different from what we normally would hear. And that, uh, he even took music like um, like Dalai Neni and produced it in a totally different uh, uh, tempo that made it even that much more meaningful orchestra-wise because of the orchestration of it. And we have also the other uh, classic um, church songs that we will hear very often. Um, Sherry and Sean Wagner um, and I, we recorded the, the soundtrack for the... Um, Sagan Anti and Omaria Nanatmagov. And what a wonderful way of producing this, this particular rendition of it with the classical orchestration in back of it really was something that to me made a very different uh, impact on how we are going to be able now to hear this. Because this album really for the most part of it, other than the parts that were narrated uh, was completely uh, an instrumental, right? So there was no singing involved in it. And that there was some elements that, like I said, that they were narrating, but for the most part, the musical element was a really good uh, platform for us to be able to build on. So that's one of the other things that really inspired me to do this album uh, music soundtrack as the music bed for the uh, production of the Chamorro Symphony. And so, um, again, let's... Uh, I also zao zao because the mm-hmm. sentimental journey concert series is a nice blending of uh, sort of old school chamorro music, but also music from 
the the time when our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents were younger, mm-hmm. right? In Guaja Radio Siha, Guaja Phonographu, there's the the rec, you know, uh, phonograph, there's the radio. And so I know that I know that uh, I found a reference to Quinti uh, Hogu or Hamzu Si Totalmo Si Joe Perez, a, a concert called Hamini Danderos okay. in the 90s. And so, but, and so it, I know that that was also music from the 40s. It wasn't, and this was long before the Sentimental Journey concert series. Okay. But so um, I, I wanted to ask you about that because I haven't, that was the first time when I, when I read about that, that's the first time that I had heard about that. But then, um, and of course, uh, is that Joe Perez? Is that Bonio? Is that uh, my girlfriend's uh, Ninu? Uh, and so uh, that particular time uh, we were featuring a music of the era of the 40s, right? The 30s and the 40s. And uh, my dad being one of the musicians there that performed. And we had also um, other musicians that were descendants of survivors and descendants, more importantly, of musicians. So that's one of the things that we wanted to really encapsulate. There was, we captured the music of the era. And uh, the Safat family has always been a part of my life because my dad and I and 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 the Safat family we we grew up together we played music together all during the course of our our teenage years living in Totu and um, that really brought us together and we had what a wonderful experience that even after our parents playing music together that we as children took the role of carrying on the tradition of music as well you know moving forward so the Hamini Danderos featured a lot of many uh, of our local musicians that were featured in that as well. And I think that really the wonderful thing about that was it was done for the purpose of really honoring the tomorrow musicians that were from our era, right? And their era from the 30s and 40s. So I mean, you know, Munia. Then the Biomonia band, the high tones, the bell tones, todo no sé na grupo no mandandero sé que na guitarra na tempo de sixties and seventies, and my own rugby loco na tempo sé con todo sea man man ya no vi que tempo y man mandandan sé na dandero sé magahit na maguf man mahasut na man gagagi vi na tempo. No biba señor and. If you want me to say gof malago ju parahamzu ni omega zahuna ina be kombira tate si sinot joy parun otro podcast zapo po quentus atmam kun esti i dandan gi familianya zeni otro na familian samoru you know mansen kapas mansen gai talentu put dandans and musica sa you know taiguano i i familian i familian joy hongen i familian inobiahu familian josafat padbonio Laguanya Loki is called, uh, you know, yeah. um, and Imunia Ban Loki. It's all, and so it's generational. It goes from before the war, but then also to right after the war, then Estekipalgu. And it's just, it's important to document and to, to celebrate those musicians. And so um, if you want me to invite you know, Joy back, let me know. <laughs> 
tabire tatisa malagudzo lo kibe beo mencha lo kisi Jesse Jansi Rubino the district temple lo kitatian in in Chegwistina project is sentimental journey manyano idos ni para po ma onrai imanainata sia the manyano ha tadguini na sakan gi para presentation esti tomorrow symphony na makakanta i i hagui na nilangit dani putian the gofunitu e tuna rendition lo kisa kontodusia lo ku angenta humo i manera ni instrumentation todu mangai gigwi todu jago no tini laika loki i kanta i tuni donya dani i sentimentonya pus malagu jo para be no i loki donkluna i kudesimento para suggestion si ubi dan loki esti pagu i as as rachel estevis no hobin esti loki na na gitalista dan kantora ja kontodu gija loki no Guaha loki di familiarnya loki mandan dulu loki i i i tiannya si Jenevi Wagon no dan dulu hat loki jen kantora si Jenevi ni tau tau calem Paulus di sana familia jadi no ma ma fashion juga si Rachel jadi ma presenter si Rachel guna tempo si Rachel sa akakanta na hujung ono na na rendition i angkus Sam Gwitati na tempo ja no gof aneo ekungo ki idandanya no gotpi matui na soku na para bay faising gwitta para usaw no loki gwini sa no estina rason na faising si Rachel para usaw no gwini put edzuhat na kantay ang kusan aneo hungo ibidanya ni para na mas no hujung esti ikanta ni para imas man hobin no na idat siya na pamagugun dyan dyan na Nan hobin situ, jadi matungu pagu itu nak kanta. Jadi disti tempota tapi estaki disiane man 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 nasionoi manai nata gi tempun gera si tumpit si boza sani ana hujungnya nona kanta. I angko sam tajanya titi onhungu kangen onhungu ki kanta angko sam untungwa haji kuma kanta. No gof opan itu nak nak boi si bosnya si tumpit jadi kangen onhungu kerja nak kanta untungwa nasi tumpit. Ja angin ufaisin pagu si tumpit ja para umatuli sa ino onra pagu loko si tumpit guni na project i sentimental journey na para umatonragui guni ni bidanya ni para hatugi esti na kanta jan kuntodu i kanta siya ni para i pescador dan galaydi tugong ja para in onragui ja para benai loko ino no agradecimento ni Rafa na hujung na kanta para hita para ta gosa gini pagod na production no sa energy na para sa Rusia unmentiona i bosnya si Tun Pizza Bodas nita ekungok dididi kololonya para manhoben sa sa buenti hinengok niha para Uncle Sam na kanta but lo gofzahu na yesterday na pati para i celebration yesterday na sakan na na in all honor taigui hea zuna class in Tautau sa angin tita na hahasu tita na tutungu i nuwebo na generasyon taimano, you know edzui problema angin tita sa ngangar ni siya esti na istoria taimano na ina para talalat di siya na timatungu esti na istoria siya mga magahe mga okay, dispensa
Dispensa sahu who interrupt us, you know, Guahamas na malago sumangin po estides ani importante niya na ina tanahasu pat nanatungo iman iman huban. Ngan, guina tempo ane atubiste na kantas itumpit benti ta ta hasingon na para o fatu gini paguna tempo ta para makukungoka no. We don't ever imagine that we would be listening to a song that was written back in the forties. To still be very vibrant today when we hear it, most especially when we look at, at how it impacts each and every one of us as survivors uh, and as also descendants of survivors. And there, there's a story right in that song, and the the story in the song is what's really transcending from that period to today. And if it's not replayed as we just did just now for everyone to hear. Then it would be probably something that will be put in the back shelf and not ever thought of again. So the significance of Tun Pete writing it at that time and that era in that experience, he made an impact on every Chamorro that was living through that time. Whenever they heard that or thought about it, what did it really mean to each and every one of the Chamorros that were living in that in that time after the war or during the war, and to have that that hopeful. Uh, wanting to see the Americans come back, right? And you know, we we don't look at the the liberation of Guam more than just what it is liberation from a very oppressive time in our history of our people that needlessly suffered, right? And and we don't ever discount what they went through. We might hear someone say, "I was just a baby." When I was there, and I remember my mother told me that she was carrying me from our house down in in Chalampago uh, all the way up to Menengue, or from Piti all the way to Menengue, or from Hagadnya all the way to Menengue. What a story that is in itself, and that we have to really value that. Even though you were just a baby, you were just born months old, you were there, and no one is going to take away that. That you were there, baby or not, and so sentimental journey really just focuses on the experience of the music and the experience of the people that lived the era, and that hopefully through the time that we are able to recall those memories and have a different effect in our lives, that we can look back and feel happy about it. Like um, it was important that. When they heard the music of the era back then, it was mostly uh, swing music during the 30s and the 40s that you would hear very commonly, or maybe even a, a, a hint or a note of country and western music, right? Because we know that our people really levitated to country and western music, and that uh, that was probably even more so 
felt by the people because that was the sole story of the of the music itself was the story and the lyric, right? And so that's what the musical uh, element of the symphony here in the Chamorro music that we're going to be presenting, um, it encapsulates that. It captures that essence of the Chamorro language. And it talks about the Chamorro music being presented orchestrally and being sung by our performers. And I wanted to just make sure that everybody that's going to hear the performance of these performers, they're not going to be just looking at their them the performers doing the performance. They're going to be seeing uh, elements of this uh, whole project to focus our focus uh, our, our attention to the war survivors, right? And their stories. Their stories will be told here while you're hearing the musical element of these present uh, performers uh, that they will be uh, allowed the opportunity to continue to, to focus the attention on the war survivors and their stories, uh, more so than the performance itself of the musicians. Bonito. And Senorita, yes. so, when mentioned the historian, estimanam kota, and one of the things, the this entire sort of a commemorative process, it begins with the War Survivors Memorial Foundation, and it begins also with a book series, the Real Faces book series, the poster series that they created to help uh, promote the cause of war claims for our war survivors. And so I wanted to remind everybody, if you haven't seen them yet, there's the there's the book series, Legacy, uh, Real Faces series, Legacy Beyond Faces. And so um, this is from 2017 during the launch of one of the books in that series. By GTA, your island, your network. Jose Santos Torres was only eight years old when Japan began its occupation of Guam in 1941. When it ended, he was 11. It was a horrifying experience that no one should ever have to endure. Before his eyes, he watched his uncle beheaded. He also lost his brother at the hands of the Japanese. They tell me that he was whistling the national anthem at the time, but uh, I didn't know, I didn't see it, I didn't hear, but I heard that uh, that was uh, what happened. So the teacher actually, uh, you know, the sensei, they call him, took the stick and uh, hit him over the head, uh, I heard many times. And uh, the next day he died from uh, brain hemorrhage. Like Taurus, Rosita Guzman, Duenas Diaz was also a child during the Japanese occupation of Guam during World War II. It happened so many years ago, but their painful memories she can't escape. Like thousands of Chamorros, they were forced to march to the Menengan concentration camp in Jotnia. Every second was filled with fear. Uh, we're scared because every time you hear somebody, they we have to run and hide, and with the family walking, and it just so, so, so. Rosita and Jose's stories are featured in the final installment of a trilogy of books published by the Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation. The book is titled Legacy Beyond Faces, A Sentimental Journey, Generation to Generation. Over the last several years, the foundation has been working with survivors and their families to chronicle Guam's wartime legacy. Victoria Leon Guerrero has been with the project since the beginning, serving as copy editor. 
It's so exciting, I mean, to imagine that we um, not only have one, but three of these beautiful books that really um, keep these stories alive for generations to uh, read and learn from, and also just to uh, honor these survivors and their life stories and their families. All three books are available for purchase at the Frank Blossom Associates office in Barragada. Brought to you by- Man, inobiahu si Desiree todu Todo i parentesnya, sa gaigi gestin na video itihanya si si Rosie, si Rosita Lokwi. Wow. I guess that's what happens when your 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 parents have like twelve or more siblings. Kung todo Lokwi igwalan yan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hunggang. Hunggang. Kung tahan sunosya na na idar pa guna sa malawan guna tentul man brabuja man 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 lean masya mano gato lean kumu guano ginanya pano guamata ipalasa todo tempo mangai gita man lean megagi geno na generation gui tati na tempo imanampota siya man lean masya mano masya hafa guaman ano keno siya daman maliliy sa ikustumbren niya na Iman mapuksanya, no, matutungo jama praktika tode, no. Datalilia na man malilingo, no. Saya pagi na suntuk, bini pagi mah kimalili, pagi sesus, piat bini pagi na tempun pesti, no. No gugur man, no mandude tato para ufan hujung, para ufan danya diuliza sa peristi pagi minal, no para ufan malangu para falau, magai. No, we've really come a long way, right? We've, we've really uh, have to really stop and really take time to record these moments because our survivors are passing away. Just this last, last week, we lost another war survivor. And it's, it's, it's something that we have to really come to, to terms with because when they're gone, who's going to be able to tell their story if they didn't tell one of their children or their grandchildren, right? And so we're really encouraging the young generation, today's generation, to really take the time. We have such a powerful tool in this. And this is really something that you can take anywhere and you can just turn it on and you can record a conversation between you and your grandparent or your, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle that has a story to tell about that time. And we need to archive these stories, right? And so that's something that we can really consider because what we're doing here in the Chamorro Symphony in the Sentimental Journey um, mission is to try to preserve some of that, even through the music, right? Because that's a memory in itself and it's recorded in that way. And so Sentimental Journey 5 is gonna be able to do just that in hearing the songs, the Chamorro songs, of the era, the Chamorro songs that we heard from that moment. If you can just picture back on December 8, 1944, uh, 1941, when the war broke out, that there was a lot of panic. There was a lot of fear. There was a lot of um, uh, people that didn't know what was going on. And yet here we are and we are experiencing it. And that in itself is what we want to try to capture in the music. And moving forward, we're hoping that the people that are going to be able to um, enjoy the, the, the presentation of the symphony will be able to share that thought and really feel the emotions. Like when we go to a movie 
and we're watching a movie and we hear the musical uh, background coming in, it kind of sets the, the tone. It sets the emotion and it sets the moment, right? And then you can feel that when it, when it causes you to get your, your goosebumps or it uh, sends chills up and down your spine, uh, makes your hair stand up because the emotion is there and the musical element is there. I'm hoping to capture that essence in the, the Sentimental Journey uh, 5 Symphony uh, project. And I think that we're gonna be able to achieve that uh, once this production is, is really up and ready to go. So in just reminding me of what this, this concert was with my brother Fred and, and brother Joe in the back there, you know, we have some talented musicians that we've showcased in our in our sentimental journey platforms, and that uh, they're going to be forever ingrained in my mind, in my memory, as as moments that we share together as musicians honoring our survivors. Many many years will okay. go, and I'm hoping that it will continue. it's important, Senor, na un kumbibida halam un epokon un epokalam na iman hoban. Saman gai talento siho siha lo ti timatungui lenguaji timatungui historia you know sa aten paguna champo nowadays you know mantenanani hitoru champo timanakahihu the family may not be as close you may not get to hear as much learn as much from your elders sa aten kaleng masman pinepexa isti famaguni YouTube's and then Twitter's and todo edzusia but that's and that's a really perfect way for them to even make that connection, even though it's not face to face, but, you know, they can still involve themselves or ingrain themselves in the, the knowledge, in the content and, and appreciate the content, right? Because it came from someone or somewhere and it, it happened at a certain time. And I think that the element of bringing in the younger generation here is really even our generation, we get my generation, we're the manamku of the time, of the era, and that we're, we have our manaina and now we are the manamku. And in that, in that time span, that wasn't very long ago, you know? And when we think about it, it's not gonna be another 20, 30 more years, you know? God forbid that he allows me to continue living for the, ne the next 30 years. Um, our war survivors are in their nineties, most of them. And, what a way to honor them by showing them and showing and telling their stories. And Sentimental Journey does that through music. And I really wanted to also uh, add on, Mike, that um, the uh, other performances that are involved in this project this year is really that um, we're bringing in the 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force Band from Okinawa, Japan, who recorded the music that we're going to be featured in here. And really the whole intention of that um, element of the concert itself, um, going back to the symphony itself, the symphony basically has four movements. There is a very um, strong, very statement kind of created uh, in the very beginning of the uh, symphony. And then after that, it kind of slows down a little bit into a more melodic and more lyrical aspect of the genre. And then, and then it changes again into another uh, um, element where it is a lot more up-tempo and it just starts to bring in a little bit more 
rhythm and up-tempo music, tempo-wise. And then towards the finale, it's very strong, right? And um, what I've done here is I kind of flipped it around a little bit and I started it off a little bit on the slower side to, to bring in the element of World War II and December 8th. And then from there, it transitions into all of the different uh, genres throughout the course of the symphony. But you'll be able to start that journey and, and you'll start to experience the musical elements of the symphony throughout the course of the production. So we're really looking forward to seeing that uh, happen while people are watching this production. Um, we also uh, talked about the, the generation, today's generation being involved in it. And what we did to involve them was we invited the, uh, the Skip Entertainment Company, who we know are world known. They're, they're, they're known in, in the entertainment world and they've received honors and, and recognition uh, for their performances. And so what we've done was we've incorporated the Skip Entertainment Company to include them in this production in the very, um, uh, very fast tempo uh, music that they're going to be performing to um, and they're going to do their rendition of it and I wanted to give them that opportunity to interpret the music without any uh, uh, inspiration or, or recommendation from my part I wanted to them to be able to look at it from a young person's perspective and to come up with the choreography that's going to be more modern so that we can take the music of the era and we'll be able to see it through the eyes of the young generation, right? And as they present that in their choreography, in their dance, it's gonna be something really incredible to watch. And I'm really looking forward for everyone to really in, uh, appreciate that part of their performance. And of course, uh, we're gonna also feature another uh, well-known uh, performance by the Guam Territorial Band. And the Guam Territorial Band also has is world known and, and recognized as well in the music world uh, with regards to their presentations and performances. And um, we wanted to feature these uh, recognized performers in the, in the uh, symphony because I wanted to make sure that we recognize them and their generation in this production, hopefully to be able to draw in the new generations to take this project moving it forward to the next generation and that would be my hope because like i said earlier was you know we're at that point right now where we're reaching our manampa stage and we're going to have to really start to say at one point um if if lord forbid i leave this world that i would have inspired or that the sentimental journey platform would have inspired young generation to take it and produce something even that much more incredible, right? And that's my inspiration. That's my desire. That's my goal for the new generation to take on the project and to produce something really new and, and really interesting and really vibrant for today's generation to make that connection with the past stories of our survivors. Bonito. Bonito, senor. And with that in mind, let's... um. Take a minute, the War Survivors, Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation um, reminds us that para este mes, este mes, sinato honra y mañanata todo tiempo, gitori bidata, lo especialmente en mes, junio, para este. And so they offer us five things that we can do. 
uh, for War Survivor Remembrance Day and, and during this month. And Senor Cosinon Taita Estes, Quintusi, Quintusi Omega put Yeah. Wonderful. In honor of our War Survivor Remembrance Day, uh, we are uh, suggesting these ways that we can honor our survivors. Here's five points that we can do. Number one, offer a prayer for our island's greatest generation and all that they endure. Second is to find the name of your loved one at the Assin Bay Overlook Memorial Wall. That's a wonderful way to go up and try and find your grandparents' names on that wall. And then go and visit an elder and ask them to share their memories and record it, even so. Um, and then also to go and visit our island World War II memorial sites, right? We know that through this project this year, uh, we'll go back to that one. I want to finish the last one. And the number five one is to support organizations that honor survivors every year, okay? And so those are five uh, suggestions that we would like to have uh, individuals to go and do, and, and it will really give them that time to uh, pay tribute and to record and to um, uh, take time to go up to the wall. That wall of names is an amazing, amazing place to go up and see at uh, Nimitz Hill over the uh, overlook. So uh, take time to go up there with your family and with your friends and, and go and see the names of the people that you know from that wall and recognize them. Uh, I wanted to, to just uh, touch base on this, Miguel, was that this year was a very special uh, production because this is the first year that we were able to get the two foundations to work together. Um, you know, interestingly, we're, we're serving and honoring the same survivors, but we have two wonderful organizations, the Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation, which you and I are board members of, and um, we saw even uh, Victoria earlier. Um, and then we have the Menengo Memorial Foundation. What a wonderful organization of individuals that are so committed under the, 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 the leadership and chairmanship of uh, Willie Flores, right? And your uncle Willie is just a dynamic individual. Anyone that knows Willie knows that he's, man, he's like on point and he's, trying to just do as much as he can in his lifetime. And I tell you, he's a man that is committed to doing that. In every sense of his words, in his action, you can see all of that really coming to fruition. So this is a wonderful opportunity for the Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation and Menengan Memorial Foundations to come together. And this project is really the first that really created that uh, partnership. And I'm really proud of that. And I really want to just say, to Frank Bloss Jr. and to Willie Flores for allowing this, this production to go on and to have the two of them come together and make this happen. Wonderful. Golf bonito and a hungan. So send bonito y setsoneha, y dos, but then mas bonito, mas ki send bonito angen sumisia, umafamamo leki dos, hungan. Wonderful, wonderful. And, and so, Put for board for everyone watching these, as, as Senor Joy has told us, these are five simple ways to help, you know, and, and that's why uh, five simple ways that you can show support, that you can keep the stories alive, you know, and, and many of these ways, for example, ask talking to your elders, recording and sharing their memories, 
that's something not just for your family, but also for future generations, telling those stories. So because um, for the young people nowadays, um, you know, the worst thing that they might experience is Makta Electricidad Zatadza Aircon, you know? And so it's important then the perspective of our elders that um, we've all been through a pandemic, but they went through an occupation and a war and perspective. It doesn't mean that people don't struggle today, but there's wisdom in learning and hearing the stories of our elders and understanding that history and then thinking about our own time on this earth. And so... Senor, I want to share one more time. Zahunai nabe fanui estisia video unbiaya. I want to share the video one more time uh, for people about the Sentimental Journey Five concert. All right, and so remember that this is June twenty eighth. You'll have a bunch of different chances that you can watch it. But nita egesti talu ratu Take a sentimental journey on June 28th with Guam War Survivors Memorial Foundation, Menangan Memorial Foundation, and PBS Guam. Watch a television tribute to the strong and brave survivors of World War II in Guam. Enjoy a tomorrow's symphony with local artists, the 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force Band Okinawa Japan, the Skip Entertainment Company, and the Guam Territorial Band. Showtime on TV8 at 11 a.m., on TV11 at 3 p.m., and on KGTF TV12 at 8 p.m. This tribute brought to you by community partners. Biba, biba, biba. And Senor Benaiha is the Napati Parun Utimuna Senanganmunai Pariumeega. Thank you so much for listening, and we welcome you to uh, take the opportunity during the course of the presentation of uh, Sentimental Journey 5, uh, HMORO Symphony, in honor of our Guam War survivors. And um, this is going to happen on June 28. The TV special itself will be aired on uh, KUAM TV 8 at 11 a.m. and KUAM TV 11 at 3 o'clock p.m. and KGTF TV 12 at 8 o'clock p.m. For those of you who are off island, uh, the schedule is there for you to also, uh, you can record that and you'll be able to uh, view it at your convenience. And hopefully that we'll be able to uh, uh, capture your uh, time to sit down and watch a tomorrow symphony sentimental journey five for this year june 28 2022 oh yeah wait um we just got a comment getting rose frankes brown Sen Magov nui bidadamu primu you know naparata onra imanyanata Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
Adiós. Este señor, Zapara Hamza Neomega, adiós. Este Kimanet